Quick, what would you, oh wait, I forgot to hit the thing. Quick, what would you, shit. What would you use if you couldn't use chapstick? Um, twerking? Uh, spit. Uh, Oliver. Hello, strangers. It is your favorite co-host for us. And I am the lone wolf on the podcast today. Why? Because Amber is busy being an aunt again. So she is on auntie duties. Congratulations. Shimmer is in uh, TwitchCon, twitching it up, whatever they do there. Uh, listen to the last episode if you want to find out more. I forgot already. So here I am, alone. This is sad. Let's take a moment. <laughs> Thank you. Um, what's going on? Well, what's going on is that uh, I have work in the morning. It's midnight. And uh, I just, I cut my own hair just now. Do you like it? Thank you. Um, why did I cut my own hair? I was having a moment. Okay. I felt like sometimes you just, sometimes you just want to cut your hair like a Britney Spears kind of vibe, you know? And I think I relate more to the women in this aspect that, you know, sometimes taking a little bit of hair off gives you a little refresh. This is why the boys... They're constantly going to get their hair cut. They feel all fresh. They feel all confident. They feel all new. But for us ladies, <laughs> for us ladies, like we don't get that same feeling. Where's our moment, you know? That's why as ladies, um, sometimes we have to do other things. We have to do makeup and, um, you know, go out with the girls, have a tea party. Do people still do tea parties? Is that a thing? I don't know. Um, anyways... Yes, I cut my own hair. Um, Cause why would I go to where do where do people even go to get haircuts? Like long hair salons. What am I gonna look like going to a salon? Um, actually, that that does sound kind of nice. Maybe a little facial massage. Maybe a little manicure, pedicure. Is that what they do? Blow dry curls. Okay. Okay, you kind of convinced me. I feel it. Maybe I'll go to a salon next time. How much did they spend there? I feel like it's got to be like over 100. Like 200? 200 for a haircut? I don't know. I'm not feeling it. You know, okay. It took me less than five minutes. Why? You You put your hair in two sides, right? You rubber band both of the sides and then you you cut one side and you cut the other one evenly and that's it. That's it. What am I going to make an appointment? Drive my car over there? Sit down, wait for other people, read a magazine, talk to somebody while they're doing whatever on my hair taking like 30 minutes? What do I look like? I feel like I would look nice though. All right, fine. I'll consider it. All right. 
moving on. I I actually have I I wrote down some random stuff that we could talk about. Um. Yeah, welcome to my room. By the way, I don't really make a ton of videos here, but this is the uh, this would be the setup. And if at any point anything goes down, it would be very embarrassing. Like the camera that I have set up, but I've I've uh, established some backups. Okay, so. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Strange Flavors. Um, how many more of these will we have where it's just me and you? I don't know. But we have a plan because we plan to upload every week. Here we are. We're back. Uh, third episode in and <laughs> it's only one co-host left. Um, just kidding. We'll be back next week uh, with all of us. But in the meantime, you're stuck with me. Um, if you didn't know, we have bonus episodes on Patreon every week. Thank you for all the new patrons. This is really exciting that people want to hear us uh, talk about BS, strange things, strange people, strange times, very strange times. And hopefully we can spend some time, 30 minutes to an hour with you every week. Or if you're a patron, two plus hours where we just kind of get to lay back, goof off, relax a little bit. Um, and yeah, just kick it. Because I think that it is it is strange times. And as we go on and are kind of being totally consumed by technology and social media and now AI, it's like, how much of us is left? And how much is... As in like soul, like where's the soul? Remember that movie, Soul, Pixar? It was all about that thing that makes us human. And once we get in the flow of things, watching people do their do their dance, you know, of, of the things that excites them, that they're passionate about. And we're losing that. Everything's so algorithmic. Like this is one of my beasts with AI is like, yes, it becomes a tool to utilize where we can grow we can we can make fantastic things we can cut time uh we can make things a little bit more convenient but when it comes to certain aspects where it's like everything that you're watching on your social media which is supposed to be real people are now run by like scripts that were generated by a program that it told like say this stuff this is the right way to do it this is what's going to get clicks take this picture as the thumbnail and it's like slowly i want to i want to root for it i want to you know i want to be there and and be with the times but at the same time i don't know man <laughs> i don't know um anyways 339,900 miles <laughs> 339,900 miles. That's the amount of miles on my dad's car. Will it go down and crash and die? Who knows? 300. This is real. This is. It's a real song. And it's a real thing that's happening. My dad's car. 
an Acura MDX, ladies and gentlemen, with 339,900 miles on it. Have you heard of such a thing? Tell me, have you heard of a car having this many miles? What is it that makes my dad want to continue taking this to such extremes where he's like, no, it has more in it. Do you know that recently we had to get the license plate changed for it to say historic on it? It is classified now. It's it's from 2004, but it's classified as a historic vehicle. When you think of a historic vehicle, picture in your head what you think of. It's not a 2004 Acura MDX, I bet. I bet you it's not that. But my dad, he insists that it will go on. The locks don't work. You have to use a key on the first one. You got to climb over and unlock the passenger one. You got to climb to the trunk to unlock it. You, ha- you have to open the trunk from the inside. Come on. The heat well, the the heat works. Sorry, the heat works, but the heat the, the heat is the only thing that works. Even in a cruel summer, it's just it's just heat. No AC. Roll the windows down, but you're still heat blasting. Recently, he got the windows, uh, the windshield fixed. I think some rock hit it or something. It was totally shattered, and the rear view mirror was hanging off. It was hanging off. And he said, no, this car is good. I've taken such good. You know, I, I do respect it. He's taken such good care of this car. Many people, they'll, they'll get a car. It'll last them a few years with tons of problems. Brand new cars. My dad, he gets a car and he's like, take, he's, he takes extra care of it. He's constantly working on it. Constant repairs. But. He only uses the best stuff, and he says that it's going to last him a long time. Will the car make it to 400,000 miles? Who knows? Maybe it will be extra historic. Maybe it will go down in the Guinness World Record book as the desiest dad of all time. The most fob guy with the biggest dreams about this car, which is worth maybe under $1,000. I don't know. I respect it. It's just, it's just a crazy thing. And by the way, the odometer, it doesn't say the number anymore. Sometimes it'll flash it, but there's nothing else that the odometer tells you. Actually, the whole car, there's not much that it tells you. Sometimes it shuts off in the middle of the road and you got, you got to, Start it up again <laughs> in the middle of traffic. Um, yeah, 339,900 miles. This is how exciting this podcast is. This is what I'm talking about. What's next? Oh, okay. This is a funny one. Um, it wasn't so funny in the moment, but... <laughs> so you know how... Apple TV works, right? Where you screen mirror something and you can see what uh, is on your phone, your computer, whatever else. Okay. Uh, My siblings and I, we play this game 
whenever my sister, you know, comes home, um, we play this game where we compare our TikTok sounds, our TikTok saved sounds. So on TikTok, you can save a sound or music or whatever and use it for later. But sometimes we use them, but most of the time we just kind of collect them because they're good sounds or the or the song is good, whatever. And so when we get together, we take turns playing our most recent sounds in order. And one person goes, the next person goes, and then we vote, you know, best two out of three, who had the best sound. You can't vote for yourself. And then we go down and maybe do it like 10 times or something. If you think it's a dumb game, you're probably dumb. If you think it's a good game, it is. You're absolutely right. Try it out. It's a fun game. So what happened was, I thought, let me enhance the experience and enhance my chances of winning this game and use the home theater speakers, which requires me to uh, use the, uh, the TV. Now, I don't know why I explained AirPlay with the Apple TV because it, it's not on AirPlay. What happened was I was using the Amazon Fire Stick. So on Amazon Fire Stick, you can log in to TikTok on the TV. So I was like, okay, I'll use the I'll use the, you know, the home theater sound. It's gonna be good. And so when I did that, um for some reason the fire stick TV TikTok is different than the TikTok that I see on my phone. And when I opened that up, <laughs> it was NS NSFW. NSFW content. It was unsafe. It was unsolicited. It was disturbing. It was inappropriate. It was tick thought. Thoughts of TikTok on the For You page, on For My page. My account logged in, the For You page on the TV showcasing lots of round things, bare round things. I didn't even know that stuff was on TikTok. I thought that it was a joke, kind of. I thought it was a trend that people would have these things on their For You page. For the first time ever, ladies and gentlemen, I witnessed what that side of TikTok looks like. And somehow, on my own For You page, now, when what popped up was a lady, a full naked lady on a runway. I think she maybe had like tape on her chest. That's it. And of course, my siblings being my siblings start making fun of me. Exposed, they said. You have been exposed. That this is the type of stuff on your For You page? I was shocked. I thought to myself, is this really who I am? Is this what I've become? Then 
I thought, no, maybe it could only be this occurrence, my bad luck. I said, hold on. Let me, let me clear the air. This cannot be my for you page. And of course, while whenever you're trying to do something like that, when you're trying to get rid of the, the uh, moaning sound on Twitter, when you're sitting close to your mom, or in my case, what was showing on the screen, the inappropriate content, I'm trying to switch between it uh, to go on a different page. And it wouldn't do it. The remote is stuck for some reason, right? These things happen at, at that time always. So then I finally, after a minute of screaming, hollering, laughing at me, making fun of me, my entire existence, and my character, really, I finally make it to another page. And on that page is another naked lady bent over doing yoga poses. You could see down her shirt. Now that didn't make me look any better. No, it made me look a lot worse actually. And they continued to laugh in my name. Do you see how Something like that could be so damaging. I turned the app off. I turned the TV off. I said, I'm not having any of this. I can't believe that I was, that I was in that moment, really. And I thought to myself, I, I, just, I just thought no one would believe me. There's no way that anybody would believe that this isn't the type of content. Because at the end of the day, it's the For You page, right? These things are crafted, these algorithms, based off of what you watch, what you like, what you pay attention to. But I had never seen that before. I tried to explain to them. I was the boy who cried wolf. They laughed at me. They said, no, stop. You'll make it worse. And then I found out that the Fire Stick TV has a different TikTok page. I showed them my own phone, and I, as I'm scrolling through, it's bizarre, funny stuff. It's um, working out, uh, red pill, male content. It's um, music and film theory. It's nerdy stuff, entertaining stuff, but not the kind of stuff we saw in there. I tried to clear the air and then we found out that the Firestick TV TikTok apparently does not show the same stuff that your own For You page does on your phone. It was an awkward moment that we all lived through together. Will anybody believe me? Will, will you believe me? Will anybody believe me? I don't know. I'm a grown man, still embarrassed by that moment. Something like this happened to me in another moment where <laughs> my, um, where my Bluetooth on my phone was linked to my car. And this is what the AirPlay story was. The airplay story was this. 
I was on uh, Twitter, I think, and I wanted to airplay this. It was like a long video. So I didn't feel like watching it on my phone when I was already laying down on the couch. I wanted to airplay it. So as I was airplaying it onto the TV, somebody had sent me this video. It ended up being one of those inappropriate videos. You know that you know the guy, the the African American fella that sits on the edge of the bed and he has himself quite a gift from God. He's got that anaconda baby. And he's leaning over, he's uh, on the on the bed and everybody knows his picture and rest in peace. The man is, I believe, passed away for some time now. But that picture lives on. And that picture gets passed around quite often. That picture gets passed around in manipulative ways where you think that you're watching one piece of content or you're clicking a link and this man who is six feet underground is now all over your screen. And so this happened to me with sounds including included. Um, when I airplayed that, I realized that there was no sound to the video. This is before the man came. I wasn't trying to listen to the sound of the man. This is before the man came. And once I didn't hear the sound, I tried to turn it up louder. And I turned it up to maximum volume. It was then that I realized that my phone was connected to Bluetooth. I disconnected the Bluetooth and then I heard what the sound was and then the man popped up. I had clearly been trolled, pretty funny. Sent my friend a, a message, you got me, good. Now I can't wait to forward to other people. But the damage had been done. What was my phone connected to on the Bluetooth? My car. And that morning, although my dad has 339,900 miles on his car and still chooses to keep it around and drive it, he doesn't always like to drive it. Sometimes he likes to drive the car that I'm currently driving. And I realized at that moment that something had happened that I will never be able to take back. My parents innocently were on their way to the grocery store and heard <laughs> noises from a video that I was playing on my phone that they will never be able to unhear. <laughs> and to make things worse, I turned it up to maximum volume. <laughs> they had to turn the car off and come inside the house in shock. And they said, what was, what was playing in the car? And after some confusion, I realized what had happened. <laughs> and I just had to I just had to tell my parents, you know. I don't know what it was. I just called it a movie. 
I said I was watching a movie. How am I supposed to explain that this Twitter and the black guy with the long dick? What are you going to tell your parents? I said I was watching a movie. My bad. And my mom said, be careful. <laughs> Walked out of the house <laughs> like a ghost. Be careful. Innocent mother, innocent Desi mother. My dad, who was probably too embarrassed to say anything. Oh, man. Embarrassing stuff. All right. I'll tell one more, one more story. Let me see. I, there's a bunch of stuff on here. Um, okay. Let's tell this story. If anybody has made it this far. During the height of the pandemic, 2020 we're talking about. Remember that? Remember 2020? Now that's historic. An interesting year. And it all started with rumors and whatever else. Do we, do we even know what actually happened? Was it the lab thing? Whatever. But one of the things that we heard early on was, oh, yeah, somebody ate some bat soup. <laughs> somebody ate some bat soup and contracted this virus and spread it to the whole world. I mean, quite a story. But meanwhile, in that same year, maybe later that year, uh, 2021, maybe. Yeah. Um, while my family was visiting from Pakistan. My cousin was in the basement feeding her baby. And out of nowhere, swarming around her is a live full bat in the house. How to get in the house? Who knows? It had been a rainy week and sometimes animals seek shelter. And when nobody was looking, it somehow made its way inside the house. But now it was in the house. Her husband was upstairs. And we had just, I had just come home. And I see him. Nobody knew the bat was in the house yet. But he is at the door of the basement. And he looks and sees something and just goes, oh, bat. Oh, bat. And I said, what? Are you saying bat? As in like cricket bat? And he said, bat. <laughs> and he was making like flying uh, motions with his hands. He said, a bat? A bat in the house? When does this ever happen? But we look on the baby monitor and we see an actual bat going around in circles above a mother and her child. What a scary situation it was. But what a sight to see. It was pretty fantastic. Pretty spectac spectacular. Sorry. In the moment, it was unbelievable. But I knew that something had to be done. This was my house. We had guests over. This was my responsibility. 
And so, I thought the only reference that I knew to this situation was an episode of The Office where Dwight Schrute grabs a trash bag and captures this bat over a co-worker, Meredith, her head. She ended up getting rabies. That's not the point. I thought, if I'm going to catch this thing, I have to do it in a trash bag. So I put on some gloves and a hat and grabbed a trash bag. When I went downstairs, I evacuated the mother and child safely to go upstairs. Meanwhile, my brother-in-law, Alman, we call him Lala. We'll call him Lala for the story. It's more fun. Me and Lala downstairs. We make our way into uh, the laundry room where it had shifted. We asked them to close the basement door, and now we're in the laundry room. Me, Lala, and the bat. And now I see it wrapped around some wires. And I quickly realized that, one, I wasn't going to be able to put it in this trash bag because the shape of the wires. And two, it was probably going to fly out of the trash bag. That episode of The Office was probably very unrealistic, but I don't even know what I would do. I don't know, bite its way through or just fly straight out. And imagining that was just not sitting right with me. So what did I go for? Something that would be able to still capture this animal and around those wires because it wasn't against a flat surface or anything. So I couldn't just use a box because it would just fly out of the side. So what I grabbed was a red Solo cup. At the moment, I didn't realize it was... I mean, I did, I did know it was very small. It's a cup. But I still thought that I could somehow get the bat inside the cup. And guess what? As I got on top of the laundry machine, I put the cup right under the bat. You know when a bat closes its wings, it's the size of like a rat. It depends on the bat. Some of them, they're like massive. I don't know if you've ever seen that picture of that massive like Batman-sized bat. Was that real? In some Asian country? I don't know. It was like the size of a dog. Um, this one, no, this one was not the size of a dog. This one was the size of a large rat, I would say. And when it, when its wings are down, when its wings are, are out, it's pretty big. It's probably like 24 inches. Yeah. Math. So I was like, okay, the size of a rat inside of a cup makes sense. And then I just needed a lid to put over. I had something that was like a lid. And as soon as it went inside the cup, I was going to close the lid. Very, very small margin of error. Like I could not mess this up. So as I put the cup underneath the bat, it's sliding in. Its feet are kind of like, like 
scraping against it doesn't it can't stick on to the plastic cup and i was like oh this is good but it was like at the same time it was like really gross because i can feel it like kicking inside of the cup and my face is right there so i'm like oh my god this has to work otherwise i'm getting bit and i too will be like meredith in the hospital with rabies or worse covid again actually that's that's not worse i had covid it was not as bad as what I imagine rabies might be like. Um, or I could put it inside of the cup and make a soup out. Of, okay. Let me not get sidetracked. Okay. So I put it inside the cup. Half of the body is in the cup. I'm like, oh my God, this is going to work. This is going to work. What? The? Okay. Three fourths of the body is in the cup. I'm like, oh my God, I got it. No problem. Now it's still like with the with its top hands, it's still holding onto the wires. So now I just need to like shove the head inside of the cup. And so like I'm I'm I have the lid and I'm shoving the head inside the cup and I feel like you know when your body is like shivering, like just out of disgust. My body was disgusted. And I was like, oh my god, like I'm clenching my teeth. Just do it. Just do it. Come on. Go in, go in, go in, go in. As I'm trying to like push it, it quickly, very quickly, just slithers out of the side and flies right towards my face. Oh my God. I duck down. Lala's over there. He opens the door. He thinks something is wrong. And the bat is flying. Luckily, I dodge it. I was like, close the door, close the door. He closes the door. Now the bat is flying around. We don't know where it's going to land. Is it going to kill us? It lands on the wall. It lands on the wall, on a cement part of the wall where I quickly grab a, uh, a plastic bin. And now... I'm on the uh, dryer machine, one over, and I'm like, okay, this is all or nothing. Like, this has to be it. This doesn't work. We're going to lose this thing. And imagine never, you know, sometimes people say like, oh, why would you go towards the danger, right? Like in scary movies, they say that all the time. Why would you go? Because like... If you don't figure out what's wrong, if you don't go towards the danger and try to resolve it, try to kill whatever's, whether it be a killer, an animal, whatever the case might be in your house, you're going to be left in absolute paranoia. At least I would. That's why I always just, it's not about bravery. It's just, it's, it's, it's actually more about fear. And I think I read somewhere that like, that's what courage is. It's, it's, uh, it's being scared and doing the thing anyways. I, I'm not trying to say I'm the, um, courageous lion from wizard of Oz. That was just a side point. But anyways, the point is that, uh, yeah, I, I, I want to go and figure out the thing or get rid of the problem. 
before it drives me crazy. I mean, if, if we never found that thing and went towards it right away and it hid, like who's sleeping that night? I'm not. I already have trouble sleeping. But now there's a bat in the house somewhere. It's not caught. By the way, uh, upstairs, <laughs> everybody is freaking out. Like parents, sister, uh, my brother, he heard that there was a bat and went straight back to his video games. He was just checked out. No, I'm not. I don't do that. And they're calling like the police, animal control. Like nobody can do anything. It's too late uh, in the day or the police don't actually handle stuff like that. It's a, it's a wild uh, wildlife preservation thing. It doesn't work the same as um, rodents and pests and whatever else. There's, there's all of this extra stuff to it. We can't wait around for that. It's our house. We live here. So now I'm on top of the dryer with the plastic bin. I'm, my legs are like shaking a little bit because I, I was trying to uh, capture it in so many different things and going through, um, you know, the different bins and naturally, I guess this adrenaline. And so I'm like, okay, here we go. Here we go. I don't, I also don't want to like hurt the animal. I know like some people are like, oh, it's gross, whatever, like shoot the thing, whatever. I, I really like, I don't want to see, I don't like seeing animals, even bugs like suffer, like either kill the thing or let it go outside. But like, especially a bigger animal, like to hear it like squeal or something like that. Like, I, I don't know. That's gross to me. So I didn't want the bin uh, to like trap its wing or something. And then it's like flying around and like panicking and making noises like that. That would be worse. So I want to make sure I get a good shot on it because uh, the bin is probably like maybe a few inches bigger than the wingspan of the bat, which is fully laid out while it's on the wall. So as I'm like calculating whatever else, doing boy math, Lala is just like, one, two, three, go. <laughs> and that helped a lot. So I put, I just, when he said one, two, three, I just did it. I remember there's this like, um, I remember listening to Steve-O uh, from Jackass about the way that he approaches stunts or doing anything that he's like scared to do. And he said that I always go on one. Like he just counts down, he's three, two, one, and he just goes. And I love that. I actually apply that all the time. Um, whether it be like getting in a cold shower or just doing something that is like, you you don't want to drag on that you know you have to do um you just count down three two one boom and you just do it and that's your rule that you never not do it on one and so once he said that i was like okay boom put it there the bat is in the bin we got it now the only problem is that i'm holding my hands up and it's against, you know, kind of like a, a slippery kind of like wall bin situation. And I don't know how the bat is going to like react. So I need something to put on the other end. I look at Lala and I say, um, you know, just there was a bunch of like these 
Amazon boxes and stuff like that sitting on the side. I was like, just get, just tear off a big piece of cardboard um, and, and give me that. He gives me that. I slowly slide it. Oh my God, there's a bug right here. I thought it was a bat. Um, I slowly slide it in the back and the, and the bat starts making that same kind of like, it, it's not sticking to the cardboard. So it's just kind of like going between the box and the bin. And once it's finally there, I have the entire cardboard behind the bin. Um, I'm like, okay, now I just got to turn it over and walk it outside. So I do that and it's still in there. It has its wings. Basically it's like on the ground of the bin now and it's got its wings all the way spread out and I have it like I'm good after being all sweaty and just being like, okay, now all I have to do is just keep it in here until I get outside. I walk through everybody. The family is all upstairs. Like they wanted to put the baby monitor in the laundry room so they could see what was going on the whole time. <laughs> but nobody was uh, coming down basically. And uh, so we're wa I'm walking through like the kitchen and, and living room now with the bat in the bin. And everybody's like looking at it, just holding back. And uh, then I finally get outside in the woods and let it go and then do one of those <laughs> shivers and go back inside. Everybody's clapping. <laughs> Everybody's clapping. They were in full panic because they didn't know what was going to happen. And my mom was really scared. She's like, oh, my God, like if it goes inside of your ears or attaches to your hair. I don't know why that's the thing. But she said, apparently in Pakistan, like that's the thing where bats latch onto your hair or your go inside your ear or something. I don't know. I don't know the facts. I just know the stories. But that was a story that she was scared of. My cousin, meantime, the uh, the mom, she was like, no, I need to be downstairs with my brothers. Like nobody's going <laughs> to like she's very courageous and brave. But everybody's like, no, like, relax. You need to take care of the baby. Like they're going to take care of it. And then when we walked in, um, her husband gave me a big hug and he was like, thank you so much. It's like we saved a life or something. And I was like, what did you think when you saw the bat? And he was like, I was heartbroken. <laughs> very cute moment. But that was a very uh, funny and crazy moment that happened. Um and I'll never forget it. So shout out to the office for making me think that, oh yeah, I've seen this before. I could do this. Um, and then my brother-in-law for the assist and the pandemic for making it all the more uh, exciting. You know, like what better time when everybody is absolutely fearing COVID and bats and whatever else um, for that to happen. So I think I'll end there. I think if you've made it this far, I don't know, maybe you liked it. Maybe you didn't. I just thought I'd share some stories and my co-host can join me again next time on another episode of strange flavors. It's been 
another week, another flavor, a little less stranger. We'll talk to you next time. We will. We. Bye.